How you doing, church? Pastor Miles here. I'm so excited about this message, and I've been praying that God will prepare your heart. And uh, so we're going to pray here in a minute. I know you're probably asking, well, we didn't take offering. Well, you can give, offer, give your offering anytime during the sermon, but specifically we're going to take it at the end, but feel free to give anytime during the sermon uh, because I believe that God's going to speak to you during this sermon about your offering. And before we pray, um, I want to ask you to pray for our production crew here, all the sound light video people who you never see, but they do a great job to bring this to life to you. One, pray for them because they do a great job, but also pray for them because they've been teasing me about this shirt. And they've been uh, asking me if I feel comfortable wearing a lilac color shirt. Uh, periwinkle, I was told. I, I, know, I don't know that color. Dusty grape. I think it's purple. And so you can put in the chat what color you think it is. And if you think it's a nice shirt, I don't care because I'm good. I'm securing myself. So anyway, let's pray. I'm going to pray for these brothers. Um, Lord, thank you so much for your faithfulness. And I pray that you would prepare our hearts for what you're going to say. That you would stir our hearts as we get into your word that you would open our eyes up, that we may understand your message to us today. Thank you for our church. Thank you for all the people who are in groups. Thank you for the people who are serving, who are giving, who are praying. Thank you for the ability to communicate through technology. And we just pray for this service, pray for the service, and we surrender all this to you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 As you get your Bibles out, um, I want to tell you I am still so encouraged about all the people who got healed several weeks ago back, I think it was the last week of August. We had so many healings that were incredible. So I want to continue to encourage you to keep praying for miracles in your life, especially if you got healed and saw God do something beyond what you ever thought he would ever do. Keep asking him. Keep asking him. But just remember, it's not necessarily for you. It's a blessing that goes through you to bless the kingdom of God. So I'm going to declare that power over your life and that faith for you to keep asking God and stepping out in faith because that was just a small hint of what he wants to do in your life. So let's get your Bibles out. Get your Bibles out. If you're in your house, sitting there on the couch, get your Bibles out. Lift it up, say word. One, two, three, say word, word. All right, turn to Mark chapter 10. Mark chapter 10. Matthew Mark, Mark chapter 10. Uh, years ago, I was in Hawaii doing a high school assembly. And I would go into the gym or the auditorium, and there'd be one, 2,000 high school kids, sometimes high school and junior high, and I would talk about motiv motivational, give a motivational talk. And this particular day, I walked out, and these two girls wanted to talk to me after and they were, one was really sad. The other one was there support. And she started mumbling about something. And, you know, I knew it had to probably do with some guy. And, yes, she was with this guy. And uh, she gave in to this guy. And then he cheated on her, broke her heart. And she was asking what to do. And so we had that conversation. And it's so amazing how we will give something so dear to us, to someone, like our heart, everything we are, our trust, our faith, and that we would entrust that generously to somebody. And someone that we hardly even know, and yet when God says, I want you to give to me your heart, 
we hold it back. And God has been so faithful to every single one of us, more faithful than you have ever been to him. As a matter of fact, let's take a poll. Wherever you're at, if God has been more faithful to you than you deserve, then you deserve raise your hand. Every single one of us. And yet when he says, I want you to give to me your heart, your trust, your life, your dreams, your pain, everything you own. I just want you to entrust me with it. We hold back. Today I want to talk about if you are going to be a difference maker, you must be generous. You must grow and increase in your generosity. Now, whenever we talk about generosity, people think, oh, you're talking about money. There's something so much more dear to God in your life than the money you have. Because the money you have isn't yours. It's your heart. He wants you to be generous about giving your heart to him. Now, you can give, you know, you can give part of your heart to God. And what I mean by that is, Think about some of the jobs you had where you weren't 100% involved. You were just kind of showing up, doing a little bit. You were half-heartedly doing it. Not even half, 10% heartedly doing it. We could say, oh, yeah, I'll go to church. I'll pray. I, I see people doing worship like this. Th their heart's not in it. They're, they're mouthing the words, but their heart's not in it. And yet God is so faithful that he deserves that we give our whole heart. I was thinking about this girl. She gave her whole heart. She trusted her body. She trusted her reputation to this guy that she hardly knew. And he trashed it. And yet when God says, I want you to give me everything, I want you to be generous with giving me your whole life, we hold back. So today I want to talk about if you're going to be a difference maker, a disciple who makes a difference. You must grow in generosity, your ability to give and surrender and share in every area of your life. So let's do a little review because we have these three steps to being a difference maker. One, and three questions you need to ask yourself. Are you leveraging your spiritual gifts to do ministry? Three words that start with M. Ministry, mentor, multiply. A disciple is not someone who just sits in the, in the room and learns information. You have to minister, do ministry with your gifts. If your gifts are teaching, are you teaching? If your gifts are, uh, are prophecy, are you prophesying? If your gifts are prayer, are you praying? So number one, you have to use the gifts God has given you to build his kingdom. Ministry. Then you have to mentor. Are you mentoring other people or equipping through mentoring other people to use their gifts? That's step number two. You are really going to grow when you help someone else and when you have to teach someone else. And this, we do this in the context of groups. Again, if you want to get in a group, text groups to 52525. If you want to get in a group, that's where it happens. So are you ministering? Are you mentoring? And then are you multiplying? In other words, the people in your group, the people that you're investing in, are they now doing that with someone else? That's how the kingdom of God grows. Jesus had 12 disciples, now it's global. Christianity is global. You cannot be a difference maker that's really effective unless you are growing in your generosity. Unless you are growing in your generosity. Turn to Mark chapter 10. In this story, here's the context of the passage we're going to read. 
Jesus has his 12 disciples and he's telling them for the third time, I'm going to be arrested. I'm going to be beat. I'm going to be uh, 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 crucified and, and I'm going to die and they're going to, they're going to torture me. And his disciples are hearing this again for the third time. He keeps telling them, listen, I'm getting ready to leave. And this is so critical. I'm getting ready to leave. So y'all got to be ready to take over. This is why it's so important to be disciples and so important to multiply because we're not always going to be around. So he says, I'm getting ready to leave. And right after he says that, <laughs> I'm just going to read it to you real quick because it's not in the notes, but I'm going to read something to you real quick. It says that John and his brother come up to Jesus on the side and they say this to him. They say, they took him by the hand. John and James, the son of Zebedee, said, teacher, we want you to do whatever we ask. So here's what happens. Jesus says to the disciples, I'm getting ready to die. I'm getting ready to die. I'm going to get beat. I'm going to get tortured. I'm going to die. They're going to bury me. And I'm going to rise from the dead. And then James and John come and say, hey, Jesus, hey, uh, uh, can, you, can, can you come over here for a second? Listen. Hey, listen, that death thing, I, I, it's pretty bad. It's messed up. But when you die and go to heaven, can you hook us up with some, like some condos right next to you on the throne? We want to be right up there with you. Think about that. This is all about me. Jesus told him he's going to get crucified. And his, two of his disciples say, but when you get up there, can you hook us up? We want to be right at, right at your right hand, right, at, right, right next to you. And all the other disciples got mad. And, and they're thinking in their mind from a worldly perspective. Whenever we think generosity here, we think I'm giving up something for me. That, that belongs to me. That means I'm going to suffer. The kingdom of God is the opposite. When, in the kingdom of God, in, on, in the kingdom of earth, we acquire stuff for ourselves. In the kingdom of God, we give up stuff to build the kingdom, and God blesses us in the kingdom. And so they have this discussion, and Jesus teaches them this principle about <laughs> service, generosity, a lot of times when people read this thing, they think about, okay, Jesus talks about being a servant, and that's true, but you can't be a servant. You can't be an effective disciple. You can't be an effective encourager if you are hoarding to yourself. If your mindset is all about me. My grandson is six, and maybe a couple of years ago, he was playing with his cousins at my house. And he wasn't sharing the toys, they're at my house. These are toys I bought. These are toys that are in my house. And he was, and by the way, it's not my house. It's the bank's house. <laughs> and, and, and above that, it's God's house. So I, it's not even mine, but he don't know that. So he was being selfish and, you know, not sharing. And I pulled him aside. I said, MJ, he said, Grammy, these are my toys. And I don't want to, my toys. And, his, and, and, and he has a little room. He has his toys. And it's my room. And I had to sit him down and say, MJ, those aren't your toys. Those are my toys. That's not your room. <laughs> That's my room. So if you want to enjoy it, you have to be generous with it. Everything we have is for his glory. The kingdom of man is where, is about control. The kingdom of man is about this is mine. I'm trying to get paid so I can enjoy my life my way. The kingdom of God is the opposite. 
The kingdom of God is the opposite. And this is what Jesus teaches them. So as they're having this discussion about, I want you to take care of us. We want to be above our fellow disciples. We want to be at your right hand. He, has the, he teaches them the idea of being generously, a generous servant for the benefit of other people. If you want to make a difference, you're going to have to be generously, a generous servant with your whole life. Let's read this. Mark chapter 10, verse 42. It says, Jesus called them to himself and said, you know that those who are considered rulers over the Gentiles lord it over them. And their great ones exercise authority over them. Yet it shall not be so among you. But whoever desires to become great among you shall be a servant. And whoever desires to be first shall be a slave of all. For even the Son of Man, this <laughs> is so key, did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Number one, like Jesus, we minister generously by giving ourselves away. You cannot be an effective, effective minister. You cannot be an effective difference maker if you're always thinking about what you're going to get versus how much you're going to serve. In, in the kingdom of man, you get a job, you get a status, you get pay raises, you buy stuff, and you go up the ladder and people are below you and you try to lord your authority over them. That's the mentality of the kingdom of man. And the kingdom of God is the complete opposite. As you just said, people in our culture, in the, in the man's empire on the world, we lord our authority over people. He says, no, no, in the kingdom of God is the complete opposite. You have to be so generous, not with your $10, not with your clothes that you don't want anymore. You ever go to Goodwill and bring your stuff there? You ever bring some new stuff with tags on it to Goodwill or Salvation Army? No. Why not? Well, I bought it for me. Hey, listen, I, I've given some, some really nice stuff to Goodwill. Just give it to Goodwill. That's so opposite our mindset. Right? But the kingdom of God, Jesus said, listen, in the kingdom of man, you lord your authority over. In the kingdom of God, you give your life away. Let's read that, ver Let's read that point again. Point number one. Point number one, it says, like Jesus, we minister by generously giving ourselves away. Mark 10, 45. Look what he says in this verse. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and give his life, your life. I'm going to do a series on um, prayer. And we were planning the other day what the series is going to be about. And it's probably going to be about confession. The whole series. Just surrendering. Admitting your sin. Acknowledging your sin. And saying, Lord, I, I want to give my sin to you. I want to give my pride to you. I want to give my my issues. I'm gonna. You'll hear this in the series, but I've been reading these books, these devotionals about dying to yourself, and it is there. It is so healthy, in your face, uh, punch in the gut. I mean, it's like you are a dirtbag. 
Give yourself to Jesus. <laughs> You're never right. I mean, it's just like the cold-blooded truth about our sinfulness. I ended up writing down 18 areas of my character that I don't like. And I read them every day. I don't like that. And not that I don't like it, but it's like, I don't like that, and I'm going to go from that to that. So it's, it's the negative and the positive. So I, th so I obviously focus on what I want to be. But it's just the cold-blooded truth of our sinfulness. Give it to God. Be honest with yourself. And say, Lord, I just want to give my life to you. And I don't want to give part of my life. I want to be generous and give everything. I'm going to give my ego, my, 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 my pride. But my, my sister's grandson, he's like two, he punched my, my grandson in the face. It was hilarious. It was hilarious because he's like two, right? But he's a little, little and my, 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 my grandson's six. But he punched him like this. He wound up. <laughs> I don't know what was going on, but he wound up and went, and went bam, and punched him in the face. And I didn't see it. My, my family, my wife saw it. My, my sister saw it. But it was hilarious. What I, was hilarious to me was it took him 20 minutes to say sorry. 20 minutes. We put him in the room. We say, you're going to jail. We put him in the back room twice. Okay, you're going to jail. They took him into jail. And his sister, who's like four, was like... He's got to go to jail. <laughs> and they walked him in the back, closed the door. He came back out, and he's, he's sitting there on his grandma, my sister, looking at my grandson, and she's saying, say you're sorry. And he's like, he wouldn't let it go. It took him 20 minutes. He was holding on to that pride. How many of y'all are holding on to your pride? How many of you are not really given everything to God. One of the reasons you can't serve, because you haven't given your life to God. You total everything. You just give it him like an hour on Sunday every other week. One of the reasons it's hard for you to give compliments, because you haven't given your pride to God. One of, the reasons you, one of the reasons you're struggling with issues with other people is that you haven't given up your anger. You're hoarding. So when I'm talking about generosity, I'm talking about, Lord, here's everything. Your money Listen, that's usually the last part of you that gets saved. So God wants more than your money. And when you give financially, that is really a symbol of what's in your heart. People who give little, they probably have surrendered little. There's a correlation. Trust me, there's a correlation. And, and so we're going to take the offering at the end. But I, I, I want you to really give because you're saying, Lord, I trust you. And I want to be, I'm going to be generous with giving my Heart. I want to be generous with giving my time. I want to be generous with giving my, all my pride and my anger and my unforgiveness. I want to give it all to you. Now, you're, you're probably thinking generosity and surrendering. Yes, give it to him. Because so many times we're, we're walking around holding stuff back from God. And God's like, give that pain to me. You know, it's okay to be mad at stuff in your life and vent as long as at the end of that vent and you say, but God, I trust you. But God, I trust you. And God, I'm thankful for what you're going to do in it. We hurt because God, we're, we, we're designed to understand what pain is all about. Pain drives us away from bad and towards God. But be generous. Be bountiful. Be bountiful in your thanks even in your pain. Be bountiful in your confession. Don't, listen, when, he's, when my 
sister's grandson apologized to his cousin. He's two years old. He, two or three, he's like, <laughs> it was so funny. Say you're sorry. It's like, no, brother, say, I am sorry I hit you in the face. No, punched you in the face. Imagine if you said that to God. God, I am sorry for being prideful. Imagine if you spend 20 minutes just confessing and saying, God, I'm going I'm to I'm be so generous. I'm going to give you everything in my heart. I'm going to be so generous. I'm going to commit all my time to you. I'm going to write it down. I'm going to take my watch and put it on the table in my, in my house when I pray and say, Lord, my time is yours. My heart is yours. My sight is yours. My body is yours. Everything is yours. I'm going to give you everything. Number two, like Jesus, we mentor Generously by focusing on serving versus being served. We invest in other people when other people are the focus and we're generous about serving them. Mark 10, 45, same verse, different part of the verse. Look what it says. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and give his life as a ransom for what? Many people. If you are always thinking about yourself, you're not going to be generous. If you're always thinking about what, what you get and not about other people, you're not going to be generous. You're going to be greedy. Greedy is all about me. Generous is all about the kingdom. And the kingdom is about people. The kingdom of God is where God reigns and God is always going to direct us to build his kingdom by loving people. The greatest commandment is love God with your heart, mind, and soul and love your neighbor as yourself. So it's going to be about other people. I was on a vacation recently. My wife, I had needed a long a vacation and it wasn't long enough. It was, but it was all I can get. And it's been a long season as all of us has been, have, have lives are upside down. And so the context was I was tired. I was with my wife and we're at this restaurant eating breakfast. I talked to people. There was three people in the restaurant. Well, actually four. My wife and I, a lady, and another lady. So three tables. So I'm talking to them. They're all across the restaurant. We're just talking loud. It's outside. But I'm, you know, talking. And make a long story short, at the end, one of the ladies comes over to my table, our table. She says, you're Miles Pearson. I told her my brother's name. I didn't tell her my name. She went on Google. She says, I can't believe it. My, and this is what she says to me. My brother, we're in California. My brother who's driving from, this is what she says to me. Her brother's driving from Arizona just texted me this morning and said, you need to listen to this audio book, the third option, by this guy named Miles McPherson. And here I am in the restaurant with her like an hour later talking to her. So she comes up and says, you're a pastor. And I said, yeah. And she says, she starts talking a little bit. Then she says, you know what? I'm really struggling with my purpose in life. Now, <laughs> hello, I'm on vacation. Now, I started the conversation, but now I know this is going to be another chunk of time, energy. And we were just getting ready to leave. And, you know, uh, it's our last day, blah, blah, boom, blah, blah, boom. And God said, you've given your life as a ransom for many. Be generous with your time. Be generous with your patience. Be generous with all the information you have about the answer to that question that lady has. She's our age. My wife's in our age. She's crying. 
she started crying when she knew I was a pastor, and then she started telling me, I don't know the purpose of my life. I said, hey, pull up a chair. You know, a half hour later, we're still talking. She had got asked, got asked Christ to be her Savior. She got saved, and it was great. But I had to turn off this is my vacation. This is my time. And I had to say, Lord, I just want to give everything this woman needs in this moment. Because just like you came, not to be served, and it wasn't about you, but you came and gave your whole life for us. If you have that mentality where, Lord, I just want to be as nice as I can be. I want to be generous with compliments, generous with encouragement, generous with speaking life to people. I just want to walk around and be a fountain of blessing to people and realize that none of this is mine. When I was sitting there with my grandson telling him, these aren't your toys. He actually said, yes, they are. I said, no, they aren't. You didn't pay for them. <clears throat> That's not your room. That's not your blanket. I said, you can use it, but it belongs to me and Grammy. And he was like, his, his mind he started to figure it out. And I said, now, we're going we're to let you use it, but we want you to share it with Logie, your cousin. Sometimes we have to remind ourselves, oh, this is temporary. I was showing my grandson the picture of my father and my grandfather. And... Um, he never met my father, but he met my mother, his great-grandma, which he is now starting to forget who she is because he was real little. And my wife and I were talking about how one day we're going to be gone and he is, we are going to be a distant memory to him. All this is so temporary like that. And we hold on to all this stuff that we cannot take with us. And God says you will be so much happier letting it go and being generous with everything you are to bless as many people as you can. So you can do the third point, which is to multiply the blessing throughout the kingdom. Look at the third part. It says, like with Jesus, the spirit multiplies generosity because there is unlimited need. There are so many men and women, like that lady I met at the restaurant, who walk around jobs, retired. She was retired, so she had already been through a life. She had grandkids, kids, obviously, and been through life. And still, what is my life about? Luke 10, 1 to 2, it says, After these things, the Lord appointed 70 others and said, Send them two by two before his face into every city and place where he himself was about to go. And he said, The harvest is truly great, but the laborers are few. Can you be a disciple maker, a difference maker, and a disciple maker, but can you be a difference maker by being generous with who you are, by giving to God all that you are? We didn't take the offering in the beginning, and some of you may have given already. Great. But we're going to take it now, and, and we're going to have a different kind of offering. You're going to, you could text 
uh, info to 52525 and you get information about how to give and information about how to give your heart and or your money. But I want you to think about this. Lord, I, I just don't want you to give more just to give more, but I want you to give freely what God directs you. God may say, give everything. I doubt it, but he may. But that's not the point. Really, it's not when I'm talking about finances. It's about giving generously that God has the freedom to tell you and direct you and you say, okay. Now, it starts with you giving your whole heart. It starts with you giving all your pride. It starts with you giving God all your pain. It starts with you saying, Lord, I am here 100%. Surrendered to you. Dead to myself. I'm not going to be like James and John. Hey, God, hook me up, hook me up. I'm, going to be, I'm not going to be like, the, as Jesus said, the Gentiles who lord their authority and try to hold people down and get theirs, get theirs. I want to be like in the kingdom of God where I just am like you, where you said you gave your life and you came not to be served but to serve and gave your entire life for the sake of other people. So in a minute we're going to pray. I want to pray that God would, that you would give your heart to God, but also if you are already a Christian, which many of you are, that your offering would be a symbol of a generous spirit, of a spirit that says, Lord, I trust you. And whatever you want to do, because I trust that whatever I do, you're not going to leave me hanging. Don't give thinking, well, I got to hold this back because God's not going to take care of me. That you're going to, matter of fact, God, I'm going to, I'm going to give in such a way that I'm going to trust you and I'm going to see and watch what you do in return because God is faithful. You're not holding him hostage to anything. You are simply trusting that he is faithful to bless you. So number one, if you haven't given your life to Christ, I'm going to pray for that and lead you in that prayer. And I'm also, as I pray, going to pray for the offering. That whatever you give is a symbol of you being generous. If you can be generous with your money, it's going to trickle up to everything else in your life. So let's bow for a word of prayer. Lord, I thank you for the power of surrender. And when we generously, bountifully, completely surrender our life to you, our heart to you. You end up blessing us in ways we would have never asked or imagined. So I pray for the people who are giving their life to you for the first time. If that's you and you want to generously, completely, bountifully bless God with all your sin because he wants it. And it is a blessing for you to give it to him because he died to cleanse you of it. Just pray this prayer. Lord, I surrender my entire heart to you. All my pain, all my burdens, I release it to you. And ask Jesus to forgive me of my sin. There are some of you already saved and maybe the people who just prayed as well, you want to give financially. Let me pray over your offering and pray freedom into your heart and declare freedom into your heart. Lord, 
Thank you for all the people who are going to give financially. And I pray that they not give generously to be seen by man, but they, they give generously to be seen by you. That in their heart there's a new freedom. There's a new release. There's a new liberation from the bondage of holding on to things that really can't bless us in the, in the kingdom of God. That really we can't take with us. They're temporary. So I pray that you bless the offering, multiply it. And God, I pray you multiply a blessing in the lives of the people who give. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. If you prayed either one of those prayers to ask Christ to be your Savior or to give financially, just text INFO to 52525. Text INFO to 52525. And you'll get a link about your next step in your faith and your next step on how to give. Thank you very much. We'll see you next week.